Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Ask me, ask Eliza anything. It's time to ask. Ask me all your questions. Leave them in the Instagram You guys, I'm so excited because I have such a good top and bottom of the cob today. But you have to listen to this whole episode with ads, or if you have Stitcher Premium, without ads, which is also something I did an ad for. (laughs) With me, as always, is my full Coca-Cola carrying assistant. I slept very poorly last night, and I don't know why. Okay, what's your excuse every other night when every morning you have a full Coca-Cola? I don't always have a full one. A full one means things have gone badly. Sometimes you're seeing the same cup from several days ago. That's even worse. Is it? But it's great that you have the strength to admit it. Will you please tell our listening audience what you had for breakfast yesterday? Yesterday, I had two cookie dough Pop-Tarts. Not how, heated up. How is she alive? Old. Oh, my God. Because I need—look, I'm trying to clear out my pantry. For what? Your death? Yes. And I need to—I haven't gone to the store. I haven't done laundry. I just What's bought happening new with socks. You? Things are falling. I don't know. Why? Are you Things okay? Things are falling apart. Oh, and I yelled at you this morning about your car being stinky. Are you going to okay. cry? Because your face is so pink right now. <laughs> is something happening? No. I'm is just it? not sleeping. I might be dying. Are you okay? No. I will tell you my—you want to hear a boring story? If it's about your cat, I do it's not It's not about hear. my cat, although that is stressful. My ear crystals are loose. Get, you're fired. <laughs> what do you mean your ear crystals? It's a real thing. So everybody what? has ear crystals. <laughs> Mine, Everyone in my online community has ear crystals. Everyone has them. What? I roll. I rode a roller coaster several years ago, shook them loose. So sometimes they come loose. It's benign paroxysmal vertigo. So sometimes one gets loose and I'm very, like, I just get home and I'm so nauseous. You're, like your equilibrium is off. Yeah. <laughs> Can we find a better term than homeopathic, like, ear crystals? I am, because I don't remember the middle part of both. Nine paroxysmal vertigo. That's because you're an idiot. So I have to do special <laughs> head exercises and like twist my head around. Show me an ear crystal. I, I mean, you want to, you, I, I was scared one Google fell this, out the everyone other day. at home. It's a thing because I, I went to like the uh, urgent care a few years ago and I was like, I, I'm over. Are you sure they didn't show you a picture of a troll dolls cartoon? Like, are you sure it wasn't just like a still yeah, from I had that? To get, like a steroid shot. Here's Grumple like, Rump holding, it's like just three amethysts. <laughs> it just sounds so whimsical. I know it's stupid. Where do so you see the stupid. word ear crystal? It's the it's those little bits. I mean, ear crystals like the they look like larvae. I know, and you got them in your head, and oh oh, you better hope they don't come loose. Don't go on any of the rides at Universal Studios. What if they're a sponsor? What are you doing? 
What are you doing? A million people go on the rides and it doesn't happen to them. But my mom also has it. So I think it's like we just have very weak ear canals. I don't know. You're a loose woman with loose crystals. <laughs> loose and you're crystal. on the loose. Okay, well, I'm sorry you're not feeling no, well. No, I'm fine right but now. You're just... super gross. So <laughs> <laughs> let's get it cracked. Do you want to help some people? Fine. Okay. What if all the questions are like, well, we all answered a question about ear crystals? <laughs> No one else, everyone else thinks I'm insane when I say okay, it. Okay, don't ask this question at the top because I swear I erase it and I swear you go back in this no, document. No, I don't. I print exactly what you send back to me directly from your email. Then I think it doesn't save. That might be. You might not be saving correctly, but it saved this. Weird. Okay, this let's This is fun it. for the listeners. Okay, here we go. Yeah, it's an all-visual podcast. Oh, look how yellow this is. <laughs> 38 minus 1. Eliza, when you were single, what were your biggest turnoffs and why? Are more people getting married later in life? And do you agree it's actually smarter slash better? More people are getting married later in life. It is also a demographic thing. People, I think, on the coasts are more apt in, like, big cities to get married a little bit later. Whereas, like, people in the suburbs and out in the country, they get married at, like, 19. Let's get it going. And, uh, you know, it's always that thing to be like, it's smarter and better because that's what I'm doing. There are plenty of people who get married young, and it's fine. I don't really know the statistics. I stand by my decision because it's one that I made, whether it was by choice or, you know, I didn't meet the right person till later. Um, my biggest turnoffs when I was single and continue to be turnoffs, but, like, I don't have to touch that person's penis. But I find this a turnoff socially. When people uh, m- misuse grammar, just incorrect, improper forms English, I don't like, you know, like, I says which is more of like a colloquialism, but like would have came. I have like college educated friends who will say that like, oh, I would have came yesterday and I cringe or like I would have ate, but and I'm like, it's would have eaten. What about just words like I know someone says supposedly, supposedly Valentine's um, for all intensive purposes. Some of these things can be forgiven. Like a friend of mine the other day said, I'm not a pr- I'm sorry, not a friend. Shauna, you're not a friend if you're hearing this. You're a work colleague. No, but I'm just saying, she said, I'm joking. She said, uh, I'm not a prune. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, like, I I mean, like, I'll kiss someone. I was like, prude? Prude. (laughs) My best friend, Michelle, who went to London School of Economics, very Very smart smart. girl, said, it was like bull in a candy shop. So, like, mixing (laughs) up your metaphors, I think, is, like, one thing. Yeah. But, like, what, like, tense shifts and not knowing those. It is really off-putting when you meet someone who's educated and they speak wrong and you're like, oh, I don't know if I can trust you for the rest of these things. And once you hear someone do it, like some people just have words like supposedly that they always say wrong and you hear it and then you keep hearing it. Yeah. And then you start saying it. I don't say I'm it. I'm afraid I just of don't. that. <sighs> yeah. That's a bummer. It's a turnoff because pff, just, I don't know. You, it's like, oh, but they're really smart. It's like, mm, are they? If you really can't, under, you can't master tense shifts. Uh, that was a turnoff for me. Right. Of course, dirty fingernails, but I don't really think I've ever dated anyone with dirty fingernails. It really comes down to intelligence. Yeah. Really like smart. I like people that are smarter than me. So that's my answer. Okay. Soulman77 had four questions. Also, all it's row. good to wait a little bit if you get older because you put up with less shit. Oh. Like I came into this marriage with Smokey Husky. And, like, day one, I was like, I will never pick you up from the airport, and I do not expect you to ever pick me up. He picked you up all— He, he does to it. always do it. Boys love to drive, but— Well, then you guys will, like, get a nice lunch or something, but— I'm just saying, like, don't get it twisted. Like, I go to the airport too much to be driving back to get you from, like, a domestic flight. You go to Mars for three weeks, yes, I will come get you. <laughs> but it's too much of a hot, apocalyptic nightmare to get to LAX. 
I mean, yeah, you're there twice a week. So there you go. Okay. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with someone. I definitely saw a therapist these last couple weeks because, you know, I spend my time giving advice to others, but I could use a little advice myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I'll tell you what, when you're already stressed or anxious, the last thing you want to do is battle traffic and sit in a waiting room and get your parking validated. I'm sorry, is that just an LA thing? You don't need to add all that. You can just sit in the comfort of your own home or a chair you like outside and you can talk to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time. No additional charge and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Eliza. I'm busy. And this time of year gets even busier. I've had my baby. I'm back to work. I'm at meetings. I'm on tour. I'm running around. And I don't always have time to sit down for a meal with my family. Sometimes I get home from set so late and I just need to eat something nutritious and go to bed. And that's why I like Factors fresh, never frozen meals because they're dietitian approved and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy I am, and I'm busy, I always have time to get a nutritious, great tasting meal. Factor has over 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So I never get bored. I'm trying to do less meat in general and they have wonderful vegan and veggie options. I just made a vegan mushroom marsala and I made an onion risotto. Just because you're eating vegetarian doesn't mean you can't eat deliciously. It had roasted garlic green beans. It was scrumptious. Head to factormeals.com slash Eliza50 and use code Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Eliza50 at factormeals.com slash Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Well, it's finally happening. The weather is finally getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to the jackets and cozy sweaters we've been hibernating in all winter. And it's time to say hello, bonjour, to shorts and t-shirts. And if you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. I talk about Quince a lot because I really believe in a sustainable capsule wardrobe. And there's no reason you can't have a sustainable, timeless wardrobe for every season. And Quince has got you covered with premium linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable, silk tops, hello. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Dressing well shouldn't break the bank. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Look well. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza. Soulman77 has four questions for you, and I'm going to read them all to you, and then we can go through. Rapid fire. One, what do you do with all the stuff people give you at your shows? All that stuff can't fit in your house, which we've answered. Two, would you still have married your husband if he wasn't Jewish? Three, what's your favorite Marvel movie? Four, what's your favorite candy bar? No, I definitely erased this one. You did not? Okay. Okay. Uh, I've already answered what I do with this stuff. Uh, my husband isn't Jewish, so the answer is yes. Favorite and Marvel movie? I don't care. And Black Panther you like? Oh, sure. Uh, oh, you have to say that so you don't look racist. No, but I think you genuinely, that's the only one I know you've What about seen. Superwoman? 
Wonder Woman you love. Wonder Woman. What yeah. did I say? Wonder- I love that, and I like yeah. Black Panther, but those are also the only two that I've seen. Oh, wait. Seen. Wonder Woman's a DC, so Black oh. Panther's your favorite Marvel. Okay. Okay? Favorite candy bar. You don't like chocolate. What kind of forever? Um, but you know what? Like, I could really, every once in a while, I'll get into a Cookies and Cream Hershey's bar. Oh, yes. Right? That's the most emotion I've ever gotten out of you. <laughs> Just because when I was little, like, that's when I was allowed to have one candy bar. Like, yeah. that's what I would choose. But it also, you you take three bites and you're like, I'm done. It's, it's too decadent. Much. Yeah. Uh, a Twix is really good. Mm-hmm. If we're talking straight up chocolate candy bar, a Butterfinger yeah, I like to get it all in my teeth and just kind of like I like to soak my. This is I filter my spit through my teeth through the fake peanut butter. Butterfinger made us think because it's like peanut buttery, but there's yeah. no peanut butter. It's peanut no. buttery. Yeah. Butterfinger BBs, those are good too. You, they don't exist anymore. Yeah, you know what else sucked were the little bites that they. Oh, the they, BBs. The bites. Yeah. No, so they had the BBs. Those went those away. Are tasty. They have the little ones that are like little mini squares in a box. Those don't taste the same as Butterfingers. They don't. They're not good, and they sell them at movie theaters. And you open the box, and it's just they're right on the cardboard. There's not a plastic bag in there, which is like now we know is better, but that always was a shock. Scott, I feel like you want to jump in. I like everything you just mentioned, but shout out to Clark Bars. What is in that? What a weirdo. Yeah. You know, that's It's like the RC Cola. <laughs> it's like a dad players. move. Is that like a nougat? What is dad that? Up, yeah. It's an old. It's an no, older. It's like a yeah bar. East Coast. I'm pretty sure they're based out of Pittsburgh, mm. where all my family's from. Shout of, out to Clark Bars. Whoa! Oh, <laughs> so shut up about Pittsburgh. Don't <laughs> say anything. Permantes, you get your fries right on the burger, <laughs> and get an Iron City Pounder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hashtag Steel City. Uh, I also don't know who's checking for a whatchamacallit. Mm. That's a decent piece of uh, real estate right there. You think so? Because yeah. I don't know. Oh, hundred grand. What you need? That's a good mm. one too. Everybody likes Krispies. Everybody likes caramel. Krispies caramel. Have you had a take five? Not. No. Mm. That's the one where it's, I don't take. Breaks. There's a. Oh, it's like a bunch, and there's like a pretzel. I mean, there's a pretzel in there, yeah. Because then it's like overload. Like when okay, sometimes if there's too many ingredients, mm. like when I go for sushi and they're like, it's a rainbow roll, so it's eight different kind of fish fighting for. <laughs> Space on your palate. I'm like, what's and then fake crab. You're like, what's the point? Why not just make Statistically, it? Statistically, out of eight fish, one of them's gonna suck at least. You're gonna get sick for one, but also like you're gonna be able to discern between like okay grade salmon and like Z level grade tuna. It's, Don't be a glutton. It's weird though that if you think about it, like there hasn't been a new candy bar that's in, been introduced. There are variations. Snickers makes a peanut butter that's very good. Oh, their almond one is good. Some of them will do like a dark chocolate variation. Milky that's Way, pretty dark good. chocolate. Kit Kat does in bite sized form. Kit Kat is decadent. But nothing new has come to the market. Take Five is like the newest one I can think of, and it probably came out ten years ago. No, I think Snickers had a really good campaign, and they have their their almond is somewhat new. Snickers does make this is me such think a like fat person I should because they have those commercials like, "Oh, you're hungry. Yeah, you're not you when you're hungry." Yep. And then I'm like, "Oh, if I can't get lunch, should I eat a Snickers? It has they, peanuts." It was a brilliant campaign on Snickers' really behalf. Good. Truly, there's no difference between eating a Snickers and like a Power Bar. It's pretty much the same right. amount of sugar. Like, okay, more protein. Who cares? But they made you think like this was healthy because there were peanuts yeah. and it worked. And I've definitely been like, I'll just eat the Snickers before bed. No problem. <laughs> Power of marketing. I also think candy bars are a little antiquated. People like grab and go bite size. They mm-hmm. like a candy bar is a very like 80s thing. Yeah. And when they have like the king size, what am I supposed to do with that? Now I got to I got to get a Ziploc out. I got to put the rest in there. I got to put it in the fridge for later. Also. What's with the airports always selling share size and king size Ugh. bags of candy? I was gonna say, has anybody ever Ugh. given away half of one of those? You just eat the whole thing. John, yeah. bon, John Bon Jovi shared his uh, peanut butter, oh, his peanut M and M's with me on a flight. I will stand down then. 
but, yeah, but no, I throw it away. I had a whole a giant bag of gummy bears, and I just threw it away. Yeah, what are you supposed to do? Why with do that? they make that? So they're like, well, it's eight dollars. You got to give them a value, and it's like this sucks. I don't want yeah. a giant Toblerone. Okay. Oh, okay. Anonymous asks, dear Eliza and Is Emily. Is that their screen name? Anonymous. No. Okay. Dear Eliza and Emily, love your shows, podcasts, and book. I hope you write more. I will. Emily doesn't have anyway. a book or a show. She has like I have a, a show. She has a podcast. Anyway. She doesn't have a book, though. Anyway. I'm writing one about you. Anyway. Okay, it's not legal. I recently broke off a four-year relationship because she wanted her parents to live with us. She spent a lot of time away from her family for medical school. I love my family more than anything, but I don't think at 32, me, and 42, her, that it is necessary they live with us. I tried, but her mom took over everything, and I just couldn't. Please, your thoughts. Are they married? It seems like... It was a four-year relationship. He he or she broke off a four-year relationship. She's 42, so her parents are old. Um, I don't know the details. Like, is the mom sick? But also— It seems like no. Okay, that's not sexual. Like, you want to be together and have, like, and be naked and walk around, and the parents should understand. Like, if this is a financial thing, but if she loves her family that much, like, everybody loves Raymond it and, like, have the house across the street. Right. But that's not normal. And you don't have kids and you're not married— that's, Not in your home. And she's going to be a doctor now, so she's got some money. So, no, that's that's something's weirds going on there. I feel like well, we're not getting the, all the facts. I mean, probably for the best that he, he or she broke it off. When did they break up? What did I miss? I recently broke off a four-year relationship because of this. Oh, yeah, and you're it seems good. like that's the right call. Move on. If she wouldn't listen to you, that's even weirder. Move on. But I do yeah. applaud you for dating an older woman. That's awesome. Yeah. But you can do better. Move on. I, I don't know. Maybe you can't, but that's weird. <laughs> You but don't want to date she, he like, also her might, and her mom. He also might not be telling us, like, the mom has is missing her legs and the dad has type 4 diabetes. I don't know, but it sounds it not cool. seems like, yeah. It just seems like because they were apart while she was at medical school, school they've got to spend all their time Yeah, that's now. called having kids and your kids becoming something. Yeah. So something's weird that's going on there. Yeah, right call. You don't need any help. A nanny mouse. Next anonymous. Hey. A nanny moose. Firstly, I absolutely love to listen to the wait, podcast. Wait, wait. I just take a sweet hit. I take a rip off his bong. <laughs> you know why I do it? Because Scott laughs every time. It wouldn't be an episode if you didn't try and work that in. You know what? You know who Scott is? I'm the class clown and Scott's that friend in the back that laughs at all my jokes. I'm like, what? Scott's laughing. And like, he's if not get for him. for encouraging Yeah, you. I'm going to get kicked out. You're, You're an accessory. Also get sent away. To my murderous jokes. Okay, fine. Murderous. I cleared my bong. I'm having a great time. <laughs> Load up. Hey, firstly, I absolutely love to listen to the podcast and I love and appreciate you and Emily as humans. My question for you both is what kind of kid were you in school? Awesome. I was cool. What? What? What, what school? High school? Uh, Homeschool? Yeah. That five years Emily was homeschooled that no one knew about? <laughs> no. That was like off the record? No, I went to real school. Like, I don't know, like middle school, high school, like what kind of... But you went to a very specific kind of high school. But I still, yes, but I was still always very similar. I feel like I'm the kind of person where people are like, wow, you're definitely a lot smarter now and use better words, but you're exactly the same. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was the same. But you weren't, like, were you the class clown? Yes, were I, you a nerd? I was even voted class clown. Oh, yeah, you were. I wasn't as smart. I mean, there were kids in my school that were really smart. Mm -hmm. So even the nerds, like, no one called them that. Mm -hmm. I liked school. I was not disruptive. I was, like, respectfully funny. Mm -hmm. I was never good at math. And I was never homecoming queen. Were you popular? I don't know. I definitely wasn't the first 
to call be called to parties, but like I always was invited. It was okay if I went. I had a lot of parties, yeah. but I didn't drink. So mm-hmm. I think that's why it also didn't appeal to me. That's why I started going to raves because I was like, I just want to move around a lot and not be with these kids playing flip cup in quarters. <laughs> quarters, so gross. What about you? Uh, I mean, I was, I wasn't an, I mean, I was kind of a nerd, but it was like I, I helped the other kids with their homework so they liked me. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't give someone the answers, but I'd sit there and do it with them. So everybody was. Why do I feel like you went to an all black high school? I did. Well, yeah, I mean, I did, but. It's so weird. Well, here's the thing. It was a public school, and it was majority black, but— By the way, it's I not was... weird that they're black. It's weird because you're so white. Well, it, it's it's weird because the, the school had, like, classes, and then they had AP, and then they had IB, which is International Baccalaureate, and I did IB, which was less uh, demographically rich. Mm, okay. So, uh, yeah. It just sounds like a school that offered many things for many kids. We— had, like, one of every kind of kid. But a very diverse school. I don't know. I also, like, made fun of one girl because she was, like, really quiet. And uh, I was never mean, but I also think I got along with everyone. I think I floated around. I had plenty of... I ate lunch alone a lot, and it was by mm. choice. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. And yet, I love people. Yeah. But I never wanted to sit with the girls. I just didn't want to deal with the politics. It's like, well, that's Jenny's seat. Well, you have to move over. I'm like, fuck that. I'll go sit with these dudes. Yeah. And sometimes I didn't feel like dealing with their bullshit, so I would just, like, go do work and not eat lunch. Which yeah. is a bad move. I mean, I always did all, like, I would get in trouble because I would be doing my homework in the class because I would finish whatever we were doing. And then I'd, I'd be like, I don't want to do this at my house. I'm going to do it right now while you're talking about something I already know. But the problem is we had some rough teachers, like, that w- didn't care. And we had the IB test, which is like AP, except for every class you took a, a test that could place you out of it in college. And our teachers gave up. Like, we would just come in. A kid would bring in a George Foreman grill, and we would cook breakfast in our science class. Because you're the smart kid. You can do whatever you want. Well, so for the last month, we all had to scramble to try to learn science. That's really funny. (laughs) For the first— And now, I don't understand rain. Truly, it was not good. (laughs) For the people that will get angry, please just let them know that there were— people of color in your there IB were, class. There yeah. were, but it just, my school was so diverse, like people from other countries because we were right across the street from Emory. So like we were right across the street from the airport. <laughs> no, from Emory, from the college. And so I know a lot where of, Emory is. So a lot of professors' kids went there. So it was people from all over the world. Uh, we had like a lot of English as a second language classes, but unfortunately my IB classes had like the same 15 kids right. out of this school of like 2000. So there you go. All right, next question. Now that you have that riveting answer that I know, we're both I basically the I same. Did. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> what, like, you're going to be like, I was I think bullied, pe- and it was hard for me, and now I've overcome it, like I might every have, other celebrity. Right, I might have been the bully. But also, <laughs> I've always had the same issues my whole life with people, not including me, not listening, and some people, as you get older, you're like, some people are going to like you, some people are not. Yeah. That's all you can do. The cool girls are never going to want to hang out with you, and you know what? They're kind of boring, it turns out. Yeah. And that's all there is to it. I mean, I would get in trouble, and I have gotten in trouble for this since, um, like, distracting other people. Because oh, I would be done with me. what I'm doing. And oh, then you I'd were distracting because like, you were done. I'd be like, hey, hey. I'd be hey. done, and I'd just be, like, bored, and I'd want to talk to other people. And I've also gotten in trouble for that in my adult life. Um, I would—there's uh, one cla- there's one math class. They were like, I think we think Eliza needs more time for her tests. Because mm-hmm. I would, like, race through it. They were like, And I was like, no, I don't—like, I think I know— I didn't know the material, so yeah. I don't need more time. I just don't know right. what's going on. <laughs> right. You don't need more I time not to study sit them. there and wonder. I genuinely thought I would just, like, figure it out. It turns <laughs> out algebraic equations are movie hard. 
No. So is Espanol. Okay. Anonymous. Now, this person, they're anonymous, but they gave their Instagram. If you want to look at it, we'll pull it up. I have a very close friend that has become increasingly competitive with me, over-the-top flirting with a guy I was dating, weird posturing in social situations, comments that are rude but in a roundabout way, and I don't know what to do. I adore her, but I fear this is a subject I can't broach. We are both attractive, but she's stuck in that unfortunate place where all of her self-esteem comes from her hotness. She's smart and funny and cool, though, so she actually has a ton going for her. I've worked to overcome that, and am, I'm just going to say it, very musically talented. Now, this is, by the way, not the opera singer. Yeah, this is a different one. She's mentioned early on that she's always been intimidated by that, and now it seems as I become more respected by her peers and namely musician dude she's interested in, she isn't handling it well. I don't want to lose her as a friend, but the tension is palpable. I'm at a loss. Also, I want to add she makes comments about other women analyzing their faces and bodies for flaws and aging, and I know she's doing that to me, and it makes me uncomfortable. I looked her up. Okay. I did it. Um, okay. Look, it doesn't actually matter what the girl looks like. No. She's fine. She's cute. She's fine. Whatever. This happens with people. This happens with women. The competitive thing. It's obviously coming from her insecurities, but you sound very young. This sounds like a 20-year-old kind of thing. You don't need this friend. Like, you can have a come to Jesus with her. I've had friends like that where it's been, like, other issues, and I've been like, here is how you've hurt me. Here are examples I'm not asking you to be perfect, but I want you to be aware of this. And they didn't change. And as a result of it, I just don't see them that much. You can make other friends. You cannot fix her insecurities. Like, you are not here to fix her. You you know, and it's also weird. Like, what are you supposed to do? Like, you're also out there as a squirrel trying to get that nut. And, like, you also think boys are cute. This idea, this girl code is only for girls that feel slighted. No girl that's killing it and all the boys are talking to her cares about girl code. So when you go out... If a boy thinks you're cute, like, I understand if she's obsessed with him, but, like, this is the nature of the game. This is the part of just being cute and pretty is that, like, this kind of stuff's going to happen. You are not responsible for her insecurities. And if she can't get over it and not have it manifest in a way that hurts you, then you don't need to be friends with her. The comments and stuff, it's pretty natural people do that. But if that's not, that sounds like a very low uh, vibration to operate from. And if you're not enjoying it, then that doesn't sound like a girl you want to be friends with. Right. And it sounds like she already knows, like, this girl told her she was intimidated by her. So it's not coming from an evil place. It's coming from an insecure place. And you know that. And you Here's the thing. Are you going to dim your light? Are you going to stop being talented in music? Are you going to, like, cut up your face? Are you going to stop going out? No. By simply being—I write about this in my book—by simply being, you're upsetting her. But what's the alternative? It doesn't sound like you're putting it in her, rubbing it in her face. It sounds like you're like a nice person. So she's going to have to get over it or mature or realize that she has her own things to offer. There's competitive situations, but not everything's competitive. Do you ever worry about you could go outside and someone could throw acid on you? No, weirdo. I think about that sometimes. No, I don't think about it. I mean, it happens to people. Well, you know what happened once? This guy did it once? because this girl was so attractive and he wanted her and then no one else would take her because she was gross. So she got with him. Where did you hear that? In the news. It's like that movie Boxing Helena where the guy, like, is, she's a model and he cuts off all of her arms and legs and I think he tattoos, like, a little bit of her every day. Yeah. It's like an old movie. Yikes. That's a, that's a weird—but that's a very guy thing. Like, no one could have you but me. Right. For sure. Uh, I, I don't think about that. Fringe now, guy thing. Fringe <laughs> guy. Sorry, 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 sorry. But it is a thing that men do, not women. Also— now I'm going to think about that, and I'm going to manifest that. So thanks a lot. You know what? I want hyaluronic acid thrown in my face. Give me a nice glow. It's like a—it's for skin. It sounds bad, but it's not. Vitamin C, that's fine Sounds too. awful. No, hyaluronic acid is very good for you. 
<laughs> so yeah, throw in my face, Dr. Goldfarb. Make my skin smooth. When you ask someone what language they took in school, usually it's like with an eye roll. They're like, mm, French. It's like, do you speak French? No, I don't use it. I feel like a lot of us had difficulties learning a language in school. Rosetta Stone is here to change that. It's available on desktop and it can be used as an app on your phone or your tablet. Rosetta Stone are trusted experts for more than 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with an intuitive process and you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. That's right. You might even fool some locals into thinking you're one of them. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. I headed to Mexico City for a little vacation, and I used Rosetta Stone to brush up on my Spanish. Just a few things, a few verbs that I knew I had forgotten, and I was better. Mejor. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Ask Eliza Anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Eliza today. I do think there's something to be said for ordering something of quality and every once in a while getting a nice package in the mail with a product that you're going to own for a long time. Let me tell you about Bolin Branch's signature sheets because they're the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep, your room, the look of your room because they're designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton. These sheets feel buttery soft yet super breathable and they're perfect for warmer summer months ahead. We have a house that we go to in the summer and I got all Bolin Branch sheets for the beds because we're having a lot of guests this year and I want them to feel like they're at a nice bed and breakfast that they didn't have to pay for. Bolin Branch sheets are free from toxins like synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde. I bet you didn't know that was in your sheets. And their signature sheets come in 14 versatile colors and they come in sizes from twin all the way up to California King. And Bolin Branch has a 30-night worry-free guarantee, which means you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them for any reason, you can send them right back with free returns on all U.S. orders. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bolin Branch. Go to bolinbranch.com slash Eliza for 15% off your first sheet set, plus free shipping. That's Bolin Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com slash Eliza for 15% off. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Anonymous. Hi, guys. I'm a mid-level sales manager in a large company. Recently, my organization changed our compensation packages, which put my income at a disadvantage to years past. I've had to make a few cuts to things, parking space, cable, not eating out as much. And I'm feeling insecure about how these cuts impact not only how my friends see my position in life, but also my wife. She's starting to make comments like, we don't have money for that when it's a low-level purchase, and her comments make me feel like I'm not providing for my family. I've worked for this company for 13 years and really don't want to leave. So the question is, at what point do you tell your job that you're worth more, and at what point do you tell your wife that you're doing the best you can and are choosing quality of life over quantity? Both. Both. Do it right now. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like, you shouldn't – if you've worked for a company for 13 years, you shouldn't be just now struggling. So I don't know what mid-level manager means. Like, does that mean you manage a Wendy's? Well, does that mean – like, I don't know the you company. You shouldn't have your income go down after no. 13 years. That's insane. That's insane. Uh Everything sh- – the whole point of sticking with a company is to grow together and build something together. As for your wife, like, that is a partnership, and that sucks to not be able to buy more things and do things – but she chose you and making you feel bad about it 
Like she's being well, a bitch. Well, I wonder how much of it is just interpretation because she's saying we don't have money for that. Is it she's really just trying to be conscientious? Like we don't want to overspend yeah. or is it a pointed comment? Because I don't know how she's saying be, it. Is it like, well, I can't get the candy bar because well, we don't have money for that. Because if you're already insecure about it, you're going to interpret everything yeah. that she says as pointed. But it might not be that. So I think there just needs to be a conversation. Yeah, I think you need to really figure out where she stands. Again, we don't know inflection. That's a great point, Emily, actually. Uh, and I'm just not, I don't mean actually, I just meant like I was like, she's being mean, but you're right. No. I think you just have to, I don't understand these people that don't, can't communicate with their spouses. Well, sit down with her and be like, here's how that, I'm telling you how it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. I wanna know where your head is. Like, are you saying that to be passive aggressive or are you like on the same team? Right. You have to be on the same team. And if she really is trying to save you money, then you guys are tackling it together. It might not even be that this person can't communicate. It might be that it's embarrassing to talk about it. So it's not that like, oh, I don't know how to talk to my spouse, but it's like, oh, I don't want to bring this up and say, look, this thing. Because I would, you feel slighted if your job has done this to you. Also as a man too, like you have to, you know, there's like that ego. It might not be a man. Might be just like a lesbian. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay, well, but she's, like, the masculine one. I don't know. These just feel like very male vibes. Yeah. Like, just the ego thing. It just doesn't feel. But regardless, I'm sorry. If you're a lesbian and, and if you're not, like, a butch one, you're just, like, a regular woman, that's fine, too. Um, the comments don't help, but you have to get on the same page. Right. So at least she knows where your feelings are because I don't think the goal should ever be to hurt the person's feelings that you're with. Although, right. I sometimes try to hurt Smokey Husky's feelings. Well, it's because he just bounces back like those things you punch over and they have the weight in them and they pop up. No, he lets, I don't know. Sometimes I'll say it. I'll be like, I don't know why I said that. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. And then he'll be like, you're a grump. I'll be like, I'm a big grump. (laughs) Or I'll just let him know. I'll be like, I'm in such a, I'm just, I'm like, I just want to be mean. I'm such a grump right now. I mean, sometimes it's nice to acknowledge that. I always say, I will accuse people of being grumps and I will let you know when I have dump in my rump and I am a grump (laughs) for the day. The whole day, I'm just a grump. I'll say it all the time. I'm now just grumping around. <laughs> what about this job thing? Because I would, I would be curious to know the legalities of it. So I wouldn't like go in and be like, I don't think you're supposed to do this. But I would look into it on my own time and be like, Hey, is it right? Like they've changed this package without consulting me. I'm sure it's legal, but also like your benefit should be going up. Things should be getting better, and you might have to look for a new job because you've put loyalty in. To right. pledge loyalty to this company. Or get a raise to offset this yes. new package. But you have to, Squeaky Wheel gets the grease, mm-hmm. and you have to let them know what you're worth. There's also the version where you're just a terrible employee, and I don't know that. I mean, after 13 years, I don't know, but I think it doesn't. Walmart keeps greeters as it long as they live. It doesn't hurt to figure out what what you need in terms of a raise to equal what you had before, and then ask for a little more than that. Write out that budget. Yeah. What do I need to live to not change my lifestyle, and then amortized over 13 years, and come up with a nice number. And then pitch that number a little bit higher. That way when they mm-hmm. lowball you, you're right where you want it to be. Yeah. That's our advice from Financial Corner. I'm Grump. <laughs> and this is Rump. And we've been grumping around. Anonymous. Because I went I went uh, into the, the DMs for this. Slide in my DMs. People do slide in. Here come both fists filled with cookie dough. And some of it, I'm like, this isn't a secret, but I'm going to say you're anonymous. Oh, I dropped my ear crystals. <laughs> They're all over. <laughs> They're still in there. They're just rattling around. Okay. How do I tell if it's just a quirk or being toxic? My boyfriend and I go to the gym together. Starting out was fine. 
Now if he sees me lifting the same amount as him, he will stop talking to me and try to double, if not triple, the weight. He is a novice but talks down to me. Example, he thinks my form was off, even if he was proven wrong. This has transferred to almost every aspect of our relationship. We've been together eight months. This guy sucks. Yeah. That dude's going to throw his back out at some point. Yeah, end of story. You're a dude trying to, like, it sounds like you lift a lot. He sees me lifting the same as him. Whoa, good for you. Or he's really tiny. (laughs) He's, like, 90 pounds, and you're, like, a normal weight. Uh, He'll stop talking to me and try to double, if not triple, the weight. It sounds like he doesn't realize he's doing it, and it just sounds... This guy's just move right. on. It, I mean, it might not be malicious. It might just be kind of just an internal thing. Some guys really look. I'm not the kind of girl that's like, you can't handle a strong woman. No man can. Mm-hmm. Plenty of man can't. Men can. This guy just sounds like he's not that mature, and like you don't threatened. He sounds threatened. He sounds threatened. It's like that's oh. going to show up in other areas. Oh, look out. big time. And she's already said it's, like, manifested itself in other ways. That will not go away. And by the way, when you try to check him on it, he's going to call you a bitch. I had a boyfriend, and, like, everything was super cool. And I think it bothered him that—I don't know what bothered him, but he, like, loved to act like a child. And, like, one day I was like, can you just chill out? And he, was, and it, he like, lost it, and, like, that was the end of it. There's no way to fix this. I would move on. There is the small—I mean, it manifesting in other areas I also say to move on from everything. Yeah, you do. I mean, I had a friend who was truly the most fit person on this earth. Like, she—no. No. This was in college. She was— Is it me? No. (laughs) Yes, in college. She was the most fit person to this day I've ever seen in my life, and I went to the gym with her once, and I didn't want her to know that I was a sad little noodle person. So I just tried to do exactly what she was doing, and she was the one that eventually had to be like, you don't look so good. (laughs) We should probably stop. And, like, she walked me home and then went back to finish what she was doing. Because I was truly... Full on pale, like ghost, ghost face, just like this is the end. Yeah, because I just wanted to keep up. I didn't want to look like I couldn't. Yeah, and I, and I that's should have like, just been like, oh, you do your thing. I'll do my little one pound weight. I think it comes with age. Like when you're younger, of course you're like, of course I can do that. I can figure it out. When it comes to guys and girls like that. Men typically, like, maybe he'll grow out of that, but, like, he's probably not going to take it well. He doesn't sound evolved enough to be like, you're right, and I'm so impressed with how strong you are. I just—you don't need that—you don't need to be stressed that he's going to, like, take it out on you in other ways. No. Sorry. Might not be worth it. What if the next one's like, dear anonymous, my girlfriend lifts so much weight at the gym. It it makes me me so insecure. So insecure. Uh, Next anonymous says, if you had to listen to one genre of music for the rest of your life, what would it be and what song— I did not. I crossed this out. You did. This is exactly what All I right. printed. Listen to me. It would be EDM well, because okay. there's so many different varietals. Uh, what song? What kind of a psycho question is that? I'm not listening on loop to a song. Right. Everybody knows my favorite song is Tell It to My Heart by Taylor Dane. But yeah. like, I don't want to hear it three times in a row. No, you wouldn't like it anymore. No disrespect. That's why you can't put like a song you love as your ringtone. Right. It's also annoying, and it's like everyone uses the ringtone that comes with the phone. Like, I use so hood to... You Drive Me Crazy by Britney Spears, it's... and I've had it as my ringtone for like 10 years. Okay, I never hear a phone ring. Yeah, because um, people don't put... People leave their phone on vibrate now like normal humans. Yeah, I don't have a ring. I thought it was really funny at first. The song would be some sort of EDM song with a hamster voice, and the subject would be something about like... Like, I love you forever, dancing until morning. <laughs> I 
gonna love you forever and we're dancing to the sand. Let the beat drop. Dog body, dog supreme. You're my dog meat. It's like that voice from the Barbie song. I sing to Blanche what? like that. Aqua? Yeah. It's like, come like, on, Barbie, let's go party. <laughs> yeah. And then there's also in that Cascadia song that's like, oh, every time we touch. Yeah. And then it's like, can't you feel my heart? Go. Heart. Yes. <laughs> it's like when it drops down, like, do it to the so max. So you want as many different voices yep. as possible. Yeah. Dog body supreme. You've got a dog mouth. It's true. <laughs> that's how happy everyone is. You've got a dog mouth. It's true. The healing waters of Lake Dog Body. Let the beat drop. Let the meat drop. It's basically the Mortal Kombat theme song. It's going off the rails. All right. Next anonymous. Hi, Eliza. This question is for you. Okay, thank you. I am a 32. They don't want me to answer this. I am a 32-year-old dancer, and I am considering Botox to prevent brow lines. I'm having trouble with the decision because, on the one hand, I don't want to act in a way that is complacent with society's unrealistic expectations of women and the enormous pressure to look younger than we are. On the other hand, I feel that it would make me look better to me, and I observe that most women in entertainment have this procedure. Also, for my research, it seems to be a better alternative to the myriad creams and products on the market, which are expensive and largely ineffective. Mm. Why should we stigmatize and feel bad about Botox, which actually works, while simultaneously upholding products which address the same issue? Mm, it's a paradox. I have to say this. I don't know what kind of dancer you are, but already by being a dancer, you are complicit. Not complicit. Sorry. You com- you are uh, adhering to society's unrealistic expectations of women. Mm-hmm. You know, like ballet has a very specific body type, and that is not science. They've just decided that's the pure form for that. Strippers have a look. I don't know what kind of dance. I'm just saying, like, I don't know what kind of dancer you are. That is a very aesthetically specific type of art. So I also, look, I had a nose job when I was 18. For some reason, nose jobs fall, like even though it's cosmetic, it's not as looked down upon as like getting your lips done or Botox. Like it's structural versus, I don't know, superficial in a weird way. I don't know. Uh, So I don't really have room to talk. If you want to do it, then do it. I just tell you, once you do it, you know, you'll see it if you like it. But I think... What we don't like is when women do it too much and then they look weird. And we get angry when women try to be better and then fail. We have this weird thing. But that's the thing is if it fucks up or if you respond weird, then it's like, oh, well, she shouldn't have tried so hard. So I don't know what kind of dancer doesn't need the brow lines. Like, I don't know how close people are to you. I don't think it's a big deal. If it's something you want to do, I agree with you. Like, I have, like, some fine lines and wrinkles. And, like, creams, your face feels hydrated. But, like, it doesn't really help. And it is largely bullshit. And if there's something about you that you can fix to feel better, if it really is for you versus, like, a boyfriend telling you or something, you should do it. Try it. Yeah. I'm not advocating. I've never had Botox or any of those things. But I'm sure there will be a day where I'm like, oh, I don't love this one thing. I wonder if there's a way to fix it. It's like either don't do it and then you can risk people judging you for that mm-hmm. or do it. You're going to get judged either way. Yeah. And also there are ways to do it. Like I know people that do it and it looks really natural and no one knows. You don't have to tell anyone. Right. You don't owe anyone that answer. Like I'm all about being authentic, but like nobody is owed an answer about that. You shouldn't be ashamed of it. But like we're just, we have this obsession with like women bearing it all. 
people are always like, I love that you do makeupless posts. And I'm like, I legitimately did not think about it. Yeah, it wasn't a statement. I think my skin is fine. I don't care. It wasn't a statement. I just didn't put on. I don't wake up with makeup on. Right. So what? I would say don't do like a Groupon or something. Research. That's, go to a legitimate doctor. Pay a, pay a good lot. amount of money. Pay a lot. And go to like someone recommended. Maybe a friend used. Yeah, this is your face. Like, yeah. Don't cheap out. Don't, that's the problem. When you see all these like weird botch situations, it's because people were like, oh, I can get it for only $1,000 a boob. You don't want that. Or they went way overkill. I read some story about a woman who got a rhinoplasty and she went to consultations, was like, this is what I want. And he's like, don't you want it to look like this? And she's like, no. And then he did it his way anyway and now she's suing so it's like okay yeah meet with someone if you're not comfortable meet with like don't just be like eh I'll just do it here like make make a smart choice but I think in terms of like societal expert you're gonna get dinged coming or going and to get on this soapbox about am I complacent with what society expects of women no like girls over dinner care about that conversation but for the most part you're just a person walking by or you're dancing and it's like that girl looks great Mm -hmm. so if you don't want to do it don't the fact that you're thinking about it if it, if it morally bothers you, don't do it. But it's not a big deal. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. For what? For Tom Bellicato. Show's over? Oh, man. <laughs> we had all these questions that I, I thought I said no, no we to. we did all of them. Except for one. All right. decide not to do. Hit it. Just a talk with a cob. We're doing it right. Every day. You just take a bite. Top of the cob. I know you've got a top and a bottom here because you plugged it at the top of the show. I wanted yeah. to give you time for it. Okay. I'm waiting patiently. So My top of the cob, <laughs> I love to throw myself a pity party. I love getting down on myself and throwing myself like a nice, did you just roll your eyes at me? Oh, your ear crystals are loose. You don't know what no, your eyes I was trying to open this quietly. A nice sad pity party. I woke up this morning alone. Smokey Esk is out of town. I was like, oh, I'm so alone. And my shoulder has been like en fuego. Like I, my shoulder woke me up. That's how much Oof. it hurt. And it's just this pain. Like just, I don't want to say radiating because people start to diagnose it, but it just really hurts. And I couldn't sleep. And I went and I made like a sad cup of coffee because I had to work out early because I've got to go get my hair colored and straightened later. And I was just like, wow, it's just always constantly. And I've got like all these scripts due and this TED Talk and I've got to – and my body hurts. Physical pain. And I was like, all these things. I feel so bad. And I started crying, oh. feeling so bad. And my birthday's coming up and like I don't – I think everyone secretly hates me and I don't like any of my friends and I don't even want to have a party. And I sat down and cried <laughs> all in my house all by myself. I'd already walked the dog because I, I guess I'll take her for a walk. No one's going to walk her. And she, <laughs> she doesn't even like me. And I sat down. I started to cry. And then I opened a direct message. And this girl was like, my dad's a vet and he's in declining health. My mom's been diagnosed with leukemia. We're just really big fans. Thank you for all. The-. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm such a piece of shit. So I immediately gave her free tickets because, like, in that moment, she, like, disrupted my pity party. But I was like into like how bad I was feeling for myself I love it I love I love overstating things when I feel sad I'm like yeah because everyone hates me and apparently like stand-up comedy like I just I shouldn't have come to this party I know I know you know I just you do I two minute bursts I know but you just love you do I hear you say all the time I try to dig to the bottom of rock bottom that way Everything else feels better. I try to go to the worst place possible. That way we can only go up from there. And usually most things don't work out. Uh, Like my pilot and like the fact that I wrote Girls Night Out before everybody had a girls movie. And the guy that 
was in charge of doing it, like just shit the bed. So I think about these things from the minute my eyes open to the minute they go to sleep. Oh. Now you do your top. So that my top of the cob is how good a pity party feels. My top of the cob is when you're out walking, walking the dog, walking whatever, and you pass someone, and in L.A., people just walk past grumpy, grumpy, but you're both like, hi, good morning, and you smile, and you're like, oh, have yeah. a good one, and you walk past. It's nice. A, a reciprocated interaction. Yeah. I get a lot of that in other parts of the country. Yeah, it doesn't good morning. here that much. Oh, my mom's community in Florida, everyone. Good morning. Hi. Yeah. Everyone's like, we're all happy. We're unarmed. Yeah. We're just saying hi. Good morning. Yeah, all it's right. nice. Bottom of the cob. What's your bottom? Is I consistently, like, don't know what I want for dinner. And it becomes an argument with me and my husband. It becomes something where we procrastinate. Last night, Bonnie, my neighbor, was like, what do you want for dinner? And I was like, I don't know. And nothing ever sounds good. We ordered Thai. But it's like, that's not that healthy. Nothing ever sounds good. Nothing you're getting delivered is ever going to be good. Mm. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of, like, having a bickering war with my husband over it. And he calls me, and I never know. He's like, what do you want for dinner? I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, oh, yeah, you could never possibly know <laughs> that you'll be hungry later. I go, I don't know if I'll be hungry. And he goes, you're the world's tiniest detective because you're always trying to figure out if you're hungry or not. <laughs> so my bottom of the cop is that, like, food is just, I never know. I always it's want a healthy salad. Those are hard to find. Whatever. It's hard. Okay. It's the number one reason people get divorced because they can't figure out what they're eating for dinner. <laughs> it's the largest issue facing humanity right now. Oh, my God. What's your bottom of the cob? My bottom of the cob is when, you know, sometimes you can wake up at like 3 a.m. and you look and you're like, oh, my God, I can sleep for four more hours. When you woke up at 3 a.m. and you wake up at 4 a.m. and you wake up at 5 a.m. Because you're your crystals. Well, no, I just sometimes don't sleep well. But it was, that's why I got a full Coke this morning. I just woke up every hour. Is it helping? Yeah. <laughs> it's like cold. It's bubbly. It has caffeine. I don't like coffee unless it's flavored. And I feel like if I get a coffee with... French vanilla and this and that, cream and sugar. Is that any better for me than this? We got. I I love that you brought up coffee because I would love to get you started on coffee. But I I've ha- I don't like coffee drink- unless it doesn't taste like coffee. All right, we'll we'll talk about this offline. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.